Hello and welcome back to HC Talk. Our episode today begins with a case study on crimes committed due to brain disorders and mental illness. Through this case study, we will look at how individuals in real life are affected so severely by unusual brain disorders or mental seizures, leading them to commit what's called an intentional crime. It was 2008 in a seaside town called Aberporth, West Wales. Brian Thomas was arrested by the police for murdering his wife. He had killed his wife because of a nightmare where he believed he was fighting off an intruder in a caravan, perhaps one of the kids who had been disturbing his sleep by revving motorbikes outside. He strangled his wife to death and made a 999 call when he woke up the next morning. In the call, he told the operator how horrified and astonished he was by what had happened, unaware of having committed murder. In Thomas' trial, he was diagnosed by authorized medical professionals that he had suffered from a sleep disorder called Pavor Nocturnus, also known as night terrors. These nightmares led him to be unconscious of his actions. Members of the jury at Swansea Crown Court acquitted Thomas in the end. And according to the record of the court, they wept after hearing his case. Imagine if you were a part of that jury, will you acquit Thomas because of your empathy towards an innocent man who killed his own wife and will bear this heavy feeling throughout the rest of his life? In the Western legal system, individuals who are unable to conform to the requirements of being mentally responsible for his or her acts to defend insanity also allowing a diminished capacity in those situations. The defendants in these cases will be found less guilty and have a lighter punishment. In the case of Thomas Bryan, he was defended by the concept of automatism, which implies that the accused person had no control over his actions, that he acted like a runaway machine. Cases of crime committed by individuals in the middle of their sleep provide suggestive examples of the human brain in an unconscious state. Although they're extremely rare, only affecting 1% of adults and 6% of children, they present to us how the science of consciousness has such a significant impact on the concepts of responsibility in today's legal system. There are so many other criminal cases in the society today, just like Thomas Bryan's. Even within Canada, there are several cases where the defendant was found not guilty responsible for their crime, such as the case of Adonir de Oliveira, when he pushed two boys in front of a subway train at the Dufferin station and was found not criminally responsible because he was diagnosed with a depression with psychotic features. Or the case of Kimberly Noyes, when he killed a 12-year-old boy in her kitchen, but was not criminally responsible after medical experts justified that she was bipolar and severely depressed. She had a series of medication and rehabilitation and was able to recover. These cases are just a few, but they resemble a theme that is occurring in the legal system today. There are always different opinions on whether or not the accused should be criminally responsible. While many people have a feeling of empathy toward those who suffer from brain disorders and commit an unintentional crime that they might be hurt by with guilt from the perspective of the victim or family relatives of the victim, no matter in what circumstances, the accused should take responsibility for their actions. Imagine yourself in a situation. What would you choose? 
A man of 30 years old was diagnosed with seroma and was driven by delusions of being in an army fighting in wars. One night, he killed his elderly neighbors and he told the police that he was an assassin on a military mission. Do you think he is criminally responsible? This is really when the two distinct fields study of neuroscience and law comes across with each other. In the next episode, we will look at two expert opinions and a public survey on their views on three cases where the accused were all found criminally irresponsible. Remember that you can always comment on my podcast and participate in a lively discussion by sharing your own opinions with the others. The discussion topic this time is Will the knowledge of neuroscience affect the level of responsibilities of individuals in the society? Knowing that you can always be acquitted if you are testified that you have a brain disorder. Thank you for listening to HC Talk. I hope you have a great day and see you next time.